0: Welcome everyone to the Almost Cancelled TV Podcast, I am Peter, that is Connor, and we talk about TV series orders, pilots, renewals, cancellations, trailers, that kind of thing. I think the word you're looking for is news. Aye, news. Well, I'm expanding. I'm trying to give a a a bit of flavour as to what the rest of it is.
1: News covers it all
0: nicely. Yes, and Connor's ill, as you can clearly tell by his voice right now, which means he's going to be very easy to overpower, which is perhaps good news for me.
1: I will argue to my dying breath.
0: Oh, I can hope. What I'm (laughs) saying
1: is, if you don't have the Doctor Who news in here, it's coming up.
0: Oh, we shall find out then, shall we? We shall find out. You definitely don't have it in there, do you? We shall find out! uh so yes obviously we took a week off last week because connor was away uh catching viruses and mm-hmm. uh so we have some stuff from last week in here don't worry uh we have a good mix of things from both this week and last and there's a, a reasonable amount of it. there's not a lot of new shows to talk about at the end because that's usually the media section uh, it just kind of depends what we spend time talking about here but there is a, a decent list of renewals cancellations premiere dates there's a bunch of trailers to talk about so we will we'll get into it without further ado. So, uh, yes, here here we go. Although before we start, may I recommend Mail Fuzz Movies, uh, the separate channel which has the movie podcasts on it, such as the horror movie podcast "Screams After Midnight" or the science fiction movie podcast "The Atomic Cinema Experiment." See, I'm shelling at the start because not everyone waits to the end when I shell. So I'm doing. A, no, wait till the end. So I'm
1: going. To, I don't wait till the
0: end. I'm going. I'm going to do a little shelling here or there, just you know,
1: intermittently, just to. Well, I, I don't blame them. I check out a good two minutes before the end when you start waffling. Everyone else must do. Shut up.
0: All right, so starting with renewals, uh, we have a couple of juicy ones. First up, What We Do in the Shadows has been renewed for two seasons. It has been renewed for seasons five and six. Season four is not even premiered yet. So looking looking good.
1: Yeah, this is great. Uh, I'm still like really far behind, but the more of it, the better.
0: Yes, yes. I uh, I actually, finally, enough, I had a few episodes left of season three to watch, and I watched two of them this week. I've got one left. I have the finale of season three to watch, and I'll be up to date. Uh, but it is a very good show. I am delighted by the news. Good stuff. All right. Uh, the other uh, renewal, which is also of interest, is The Boys, which has been renewed for season four this week.
1: That's good. I haven't started season three yet, because I was going away right as it started but uh, looking forward to getting to it
0: yes yes uh you now i i am pleased with this and uh season four has had a lot of solid stuff in it so far uh we're halfway through the season basically because it's we've had four out of eight episodes at the time of recording uh but the time this goes up episode five will have come out uh but because yeah, we're recording this on thursday night just uh just in case, anything breaks on Friday that's like, why didn't they talk about this? Well, because that's why. <laughs> so, uh, you go go uh, check out my thoughts, hopefully on episode 5, by the time this goes out. But, uh, if not, it'll be coming soon. But, episode 4 was really good. We'll see. You know? Episode 4 was really good. But, cool. So... Those are the ones that I actually watch, so have something to. Oh, well, I don't really have anything that interesting to say about it, other than just, oh, it's great. There's more of it. Uh now there's renewals for things that I don't think either of us have watched, possibly even heard of in some cases. Uh, so, uh, surprise me. Just get get going down the list for quickly for for the sake of throwing them out there. Uh the Samurai Turn Pretty has been renewed for season two by Amazon. Never heard of i'm not surprised uh this one was weird to me because i was pr- I, I was convinced it had already happened but apparently it was never official until now and that is squid game has been renewed for season two by netflix no,
1: this is weird because it was official this is like the third time they've announced this for some reason <laughs> i think i suspect it's because of the uh the reality tv show thing
0: don't spoil news for later
1: so sorry it's got, so interesting
0: we've got news for later you shut up
1: but i suspect it's linked to that they just want to remind people that it's coming as opposed to announcing it again
0: yeah i, I mean the, the, the news articles did the round so i'm saying it even though i was already 100 percent convinced it was definitely coming back uh also netflix they renewed season two uh of all of us are dead which was a show i was watching and really liked uh, what i saw of it's a zombie show set in a high school. At well, least the first season it was. I mean, season two may not be, but uh, it was very well done from what I watched, uh, and it's something that I do intend to go back and binging like the last like five episodes that I didn't see because it was it was a twelve episode season. You know, these mm. Korean shows can be a little longer than what the standard is elsewhere. Uh Squid Game wasn't, but All of Us Are Dead was a was a you know full twelve hour long episode show, which is we're not used to anymore. To be honest, it's kind of it's kind of something that's s- yeah. went went away uh that said though what i watched of it was very well paced um so i i would not want to throw it under the bus for having too many episodes because I, I never got that sense from from what i actually saw so I, I i am pleased about this uh admittedly it's the sort of thing that could have been one and done and i mean i don't know how it ended yet but i could totally see it uh being that so uh cool uh Next up, we got a renewal for Inside Job, which is an animated show on Netflix. So... Cool. Uh, season 1, Part 2 is actually just about to debut. Uh, or just has debuted in the past week. Cool. So, they're getting a Season 2. I can't say I know what it is, but if people ha- like it, no then... Neither. Good news for you. Um, They've also... And it's, it was a lot of Netflix news because Netflix had their Geek Week thing. It was, it was basically their E3 for they TV and movie projects. Well, a lot of
1: news out of it, to be fair to them.
0: Uh, uh, Masters of the Universe Revelation uh, has got a season two order. Uh, it's called Revolution. So the first one was called Masters of the Universe Revelation. The season two is going to be called Masters of the Universe Revolution. Smart. Uh, is it? <laughs> sure, why not? Uh, sure. Uh, so, yes. Uh, Kevin Smith's behind this.
1: I think the first season was fairly well regarded.
0: I'll take your word for it.
1: I saw a few people talking about it at the time. Mm.
0: Uh they also renewed the Lincoln Lawyer for season two. Okay. Also Netflix. Uh I mean Netflix does give out a lot of season twos. We'll we'll see if any of these make it past season three. That's the real test. Mm, uh <laughs> Netflix. But uh <laughs> they have renewed that. Uh, Moving over elsewhere, though, HBO Max renewed Starstruck for a third season.
1: I don't know what Starstruck is, do you? No,
0: I have no idea. Uh, What's impressing me, though, is that they're renewing things for a season three now, and I'm like, oh yeah, it's been around that long, but I don't actually know what some of these shows are.
1: I mean, they're also cancelling things after season two.
0: That's true. To be fair, though, I don't think they've necessarily cancelled more than they've renewed. I think it's a pretty even amount
1: probably I think there's just the one high profile one that they've cancelled that I can think of
0: what Raised by Wolves yeah yeah that looked very expensive it did from from what I saw of it uh, HBO Max have also renewed Hacks for season 3 um, I've still not watched any more of it but I did like the pilot quite a bit so uh, good news uh, season 2 I assume just uh, yeah it just ended a couple of weeks ago yeah uh, so that's cool uh, so that's Hacks renewed for season 3 HBO Max uh they also renewed Tokyo Vice for season 2. Um I watched the first episode of this. This is Michael Mann's like Tokyo Crime show. Mm. Uh, oh. It I I, I, I like, there was definitely some style, and it's funny because I forgot Michael Mann was involved, so I watched the pilot to review, and I, I got to the end, and I was thinking, you know, there was some nice direction in that. I wasn't necessarily into the characters that much, or or, or necessarily want a lot of... Like, I wasn't convinced they wanted to come back, but I did think the direction was really strong, and it got to the end, and it said directed by Michael Mann, and I went, oh! <laughs> That's why the direction was good. <laughs> so...
1: I, I would kind of hope so, to be
0: honest. But it was a full hour, and I did feel the length. Like, I, I felt... They are kind of being a bit sluggish. I, it's one of those things where I'm not so sure if this was wise to be a, like a, an eight or ten episode show as opposed to like just like a even even like a three hour movie versus like an eight hour TV mm. show. You know, uh, you
1: definitely get some of those projects,
0: but uh,
1: but, but yeah. people would have said the same about the Ref and Amazon show, and they would have been wrong.
0: I mean, I I, I did like Tool to Die Young, but yeah, he's he's very art house. That's so a very different. They would have been wrong. It's a very different thing. Uh, Apple TV have renewed Schmegadun for season two. They've
1: renewed what, sorry? Schmegadun. Are you making this up?
0: S-C-H-M-I-G-A-D-O-O-N. Schmegadun.
1: I still think you might be making
0: it. up. <laughs> it's, um... What would you call him, uh... Key, not Peel. The other one, Key.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, Michael Key. Key and Michael Key of Key and Peel. Uh, he's in. It. It's a comedy of some kinds. Uh, it's a musical comedy, in fact. Huh? so So, uh, they've read that for season two. Uh, yes, I, I hadn't heard of this either, and I also questioned, "Is this what is this?" Uh, and speaking of HBO Max uh, cancelling things, they had cancelled something as well in this past couple of weeks. They cancelled Made for Love uh, after two seasons. So this was the uh the Malati show oh okay um so you know shape for people who liked it but I mean certainly it feels like yeah it's a pretty even if not slightly geared towards more renewals and cancellations so far
1: I should hope so at this point in the life cycle
0: I mean it's it's healthy enough I mean I know one of the things that may be happening right now as well with the discovery merger is that Maybe
1: things, things been re-evaluated.
0: are. They've been a bit harsher, perhaps. They've been a bit more strict with what they're green lighting. Uh, we'll see. Uh, that, that said, though, some things may get through because they're too busy pulling their hair out about Ezra Miller uh, right now.
1: Whoa, that is a wild sequence of events.
0: It's wild. They, the, the last thing I saw is that Ezra Miller posted some stuff on Instagram, like boasting that they wouldn't be found by authorities, which. Effectively means the Flash is on the run, which is... I know it's like a silly joke headline that I'm saying, but that's essentially...
1: Well, the way I've seen it, Romilla has become the Riddler.
0: uh, Yeah, I could also say that. Uh, Apparently, they threatened someone with a gun at one point recently as well. That was one of the the stories that came out. It it really does all feel like it's bubbling up to... Potentially something very serious. Honestly, like, part of me wants to make jokes, but part of me thinks that this may actually go very bad before it's done. So...
1: And you don't want these jokes there, ready no to just come back no, and
0: play yeah no my, my joke about the flash headlines as far as I'm willing to yeah go at this point, but uh it does sound it's a, uh, yeah. i just i what wanted to bring it that up that movie, yeah, I just wanted to bring it up because it's like it's just so like wild and uh my 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 vague connection but because we're talking about h b o max Warner it <laughs> was like yeah. what
1: i've I've seen the reports that said they're in basically every single scene of the movie so it's not like they can just play playing
0: multiple versions of the character as well because it's like different universes so there's there's, yeah. there's like two flashes or three flashes or something so I, I wonder at what point uh, can Warner sue Ezra Miller because they have to cancel the <laughs> release like you, well you cost us hundreds of millions this is your fault
1: how long till they uh, to the Luke Skywalker deepfake
0: Oh, Just put
1: someone else's oh, face. God.
0: After the Justice League moustache fiasco, it's, it'd be kind of a weird, like...
1: If they did that, the thing is, at that point, they'd have to put it straight under HBO Max, because you you can't put that in a cinema. No. But also, you lose way too much money if you put that on HBO Max for
0: that. Right, very wild. If you haven't seen it, there's, there's people with restraining orders against Miller because they have allegedly been grooming kids, and there's some people who are now older, but were groomed before. There's apparently one, like current 12 year old who's been threatened to be groomed like i like i don't know why. like this is all allegedly and i'm also remembering this from vague details i I encourage you to go look it up yourself and just see what the details are but it's it's a bunch of wild stuff and this is like on top of last year when there was like a choking incident and other acts of public
1: which are less alleged there was videos of some of those i believe
0: oh yeah there was straight up footage of that there was no uh you know doubting any of it but uh that said, though, boasting you'll never find me on Instagram before deleting the post mm. does not make you look innocent. Oh,
1: I believe deleted their account. Ah, there you go. No, hmm. Not just the post, the whole account.
0: Did a PR per, like his PR person, sorry, their, their PR person, did they finally reach out and go, what are you doing? You're making my just job nuke this miserable. Right <laughs> anyway, uh, so yes, that's uh, the renewals and cancellations uh, that I had. Uh, premiere dates uh, up next. Handmaid's Tale Season 5. It's got a premiere date. It's going to be launching on September fourteenth with two episodes, and then weekly thereafter, as per
1: typical. You know, slightly different to the usual three at the first weekends here.
0: Yeah, two makes more sense to me. You, know, you get a double premiere, and then you go weekly after that. Uh, well, that's the reason for for this, or if it's just a case of ah, uh, you know, I'll we'll just we, we need that extra week, but you can launch it a week early with just two, so we can be done with the finale in time <laughs> or something. I don't know, but
1: extra week subscriptions, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: I so the thing is, is I did watch the first few episodes of season four, and kind of just dropped it about five or six episodes in. Uh, there's the odd glimpses of things that like were new ideas, but by and large, it was just kind of a miserable thing that wasn't really doing anything that I wanted to see anymore. Uh, I think the the real, like you know, throw in the towel was that when I saw this news article. I knew if I had kept reading the article, there was going to be a paragraph saying, here's where we are after season four, which would spoil the end of season four. I read it anyway, which just confirms that I know deep down I'm just I'm out now. But mm. uh, yeah, so it's a shame because season one is like some of the best TV uh, that I've ever season seen. Season one's fantastic. Yeah. Season
1: two's okay. Still pretty good.
0: Yeah, and season three does have good things in it but there were definitely the bad things and like the, the stretches of not so good were really creeping in at that point oh. and then season four uh you know there, there, I never even came back oh. you know, there was a lot of con- there was a lot of conceding you know, when I was trying to talk about it there was a lot of well this isn't that great but you know and even the good stuff wasn't as like mind blowing as it once was it wasn't like it was like this inspiring thing that I really need to talk about anymore. I'm sure,
1: Elizabeth Moss is still putting in a great performance every episode.
0: Oh, no doubt. I'm sure many of the actors are, but uh, it is what it is. Um, and it's not so much that I necessarily think it should have only been one season, but I do think that maybe instead of stretching it to at least five seasons, maybe if they condensed it down to whatever, the, I mean, I'm not saying they knew what the whole story was going to be yet. They probably hadn't maybe thought that far ahead, but let's say they knew what the whole story was going to be if they had like, truncated it down to three seasons, so it didn't feel like we were stretching out and killing time at certain points, like it did feel.
1: and Definitely felt like we were redoing some plot beats yeah. as well.
0: Season 3 especially, felt like there was a lot of regurgitation, and it just, you know. Anywho, uh, next up, premiere date-wise, we have Pretty Little Liars Original Sin. I know you're excited about that, Connor. Oh, yeah. It's a 10-episode season that'll start uh, July 28th with three episodes on HBO Max, and then... Two episodes will follow on August 4th and 11th, and then the final three will be on August 18th. So this is kind of like a mix between binging and weekly in that they're, they're split into, like, four weekly batches, which I still prefer over the big binge. I actually think that's better still. I
1: do as well, because you can do, you know, three episodes over a week easily enough.
0: Yeah, so so to put it in simpler terms, it's a triple, two doubles, and a triple, and that's your, your schedule. See, I,
1: don't, I don't mind that format. It's like when, um when netflix released arcane like in um, three weeks of three episodes Uh you know so that's all like okay you you can watch that spaced over a week without feeling like you're burning out you don't feel like you have to rush through them all you know every couple of days you can watch an episode and you know by the time you get to the end of the week oh there's more there waiting just just in time it feels, feels nice it's a good amount
0: yeah uh we also have uh, a premiere date for Lock and Key season three, which is the final season of of the show. So that's coming. Which is when? I'm scanning for
1: it. this. there you go. This, August
0: tenth. Yeah. It also has a trailer, but I didn't bother watching the trailer because you know it's a trailer for season three of a show that I didn't see past the pilot. I don't care what's in the trailer. Yeah. Uh, but yes uh 10th of august is the the premiere date for that so cool uh next up two premiere dates for apple tv plus uh we have five days at memorial uh, which is a limited series from john ridley and Carlton cures and a darkly comic thriller called bad sisters so five days at memorial will launch on august 12th uh followed by a new episode every week uh, Bad Sisters will launch on August 19th, followed by a new episode every week. So, they're basically just starting a week apart, but they both are going to be releasing on Fridays. Uh, Bad Sisters gets two episodes the f- first week, and Five Days at Memorial will launch with three episodes, but they're both weekly after that point. So, <laughs> yeah, enough, I guess. Uh, I'll tell you what these are, since they're... they're there's a yeah, description I'm not here. with either. Well, they're new shows, and they've got descriptions, so I might as well tell you what they are. Um... So Five Days at Memorial chronicles the impact of Hurricane Katrina and its aftermath on a New Orleans hospital. Uh, when the floodwaters rose, power failed and heat soared. Exhausted caregivers at Memorial Medical Care Centre were forced to make decisions that would follow them for years to come. Uh, Via isn't it. That's kind of the star. So, cool. Uh, makes sense. That's a multi-series. Obviously, it's not something you do for uh, ever because it's about one particular event and time period. So, yeah. Makes some sense. Uh, Bad Sisters is set in Ireland and it follows the lives of the Garvey sisters, who are bound together by the premature death of their parents and promise to always protect one another. So it's very vague. Yeah, not much to it, but that's the comedy though, so I guess you get away with that one bit a bit more vague, because it's just you're here for laughs more than anything else. Yeah, that's true. So that's two Apple TV plus shows. Uh Next up Tales from the Walking Dead or oh, sorry Tales of the Walking Dead sorry I misspoke I forgot about this one this again. is the anthology show uh, and that is coming on August 14th on AMC and AMC Plus <laughs> pardon me is that season
1: anthology I assume
0: Um, no there's six one hour standalone episodes uh, the first two are mm. launching on August 14th and then it's weekly uh, after that
1: it's Tales I guess yeah yeah, uh,
0: but it does focus on established characters. So it's like, you know, characters who left the main show, or maybe it's set before they appeared in the main show. Either way, like it's, it's characters you're going to recognize from the main stuff. Uh, or possibly uh, Fear the Walking Dead. They may take characters from that as well. So, cool. It's possible, I suppose. Yeah. Um, so, and it looks like they're going to be a week early on AMC Plus versus the the broadcast version. Okay. So yeah, that's cool. So I think that's why it's two in the first week because you get the MC plus is getting two, but broadcast probably isn't.
1: That probably makes sense, yeah. yeah.
0: So that's Tales of the Walking Dead. Uh next up we have Intergalactic, not Intergalactic, Intergalactic, which is the an animated series from Netflix, uh with Kid Cudi and Kenya Barris. Uh it's an adult animated music series based on the upcoming album of the rapper. <laughs> uh yeah.
1: <laughs> there are good music, animated films, there are bad ones.
0: I can't I say how I'll ever watch this one. Yeah, I can't say I've ever uh, seen one, but uh, it's coming on September thirtieth anyway. Did you
1: did you not ever watch the uh, the Daft Punk one? No.
0: Oh no. Okay. Oh, I mean, I oh, know a couple of Daft Punk songs. do oh, they like them well enough. But it's um, that,
1: that that um, uh, they did love like, the whole album. It's like this animated sci-fi uh film. It's great. Mm. Actually, really good.
0: Yeah. So there you go. More Netflix stuff. Um, and then Cyberpunk Edge Runners, which uh, got a teaser trailer as well. It's an anime, and it is based uh you know it's tied to the, the the game cyberpunk 2077 you know there's a cd project mm-hmm. red logo at the start of the teaser
1: i uh i watched this it looks goddamn fantastic probably because studio trigger is the one animating it
0: i mean it looks like a cyberpunk anime i mean that's uh, <laughs> that's the best that's the description i can give it
1: it does but it's uh studio trigger did uh most recently they did promare a couple of years ago mm. which was a st- incredibly stylish uh mech mech film I did Kill the Kill before that as well. Very, very talented animation.
0: Yeah. Uh, so this only has a month of September. They haven't given a specific date. This and the next one are just months, uh, mm-hmm. rather than specific days. I know what the next one's going to be. Oh, do you? Well, it better be. Uh yeah, you probably do. I mean, if you you got that tone of voice, I imagine uh, the, the Dragon Age Absolution animated series is what you were hoping for. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So.
1: Give me all of the Dragon Age. It's All in
0: of de- it. it's in December.
1: Little little Christmas tree. I will celebrate Christmas. But I'll I'll celebrate Dragon Age.
0: Sure. Um, I don't care.
1: It <laughs> also looks great.
0: Even if I care, because you know, I I, I you know I like what I've played a Cyberpunk so far, but I don't care about an anime tied into it. Uh, and I don't care about an anime series for Dragon Age and I don't even like the game. Well, I don't dislike that. I mean I might like the first one if I get into it properly at some point, but uh I tried the third game. Dragon Age Inquisition. Inquisition. I was gonna say Absolution. What's the name of this? Oh, so it is. <laughs> <laughs> you just read it like
1: literally a minute ago.
0: This is the thing with like fantasy properties, like although everything just goes in one ear and out the other. I just I can't retain any of it for some reason. You're a terrible person. Yeah. But hey ho Uh so I have some trailers, uh and one or two of these may have dates as well. Not all of them. I mean most of them don't, but um so a few Netflix ones, we got a trailer for eighteen ninety nine, and if you don't remember what this is, this is the new show from the creators of Dark. Uh there was like a photo for it like ages ago but this was, like, uh, the first proper trailer for it. Um, and they're keeping it very close to the chest of what it is. We, we know it's about a, a ship, obviously set in the 1899, that encounters another ship, and it just says that, you know, they, they find this other boat called the Prometheus. It's adrift in the open sea, and it turns their journey into a horrifying nightmare. And this trailer, you know, doesn't give much away in plot.
1: Yeah, I, I didn't know what the premise was because I didn't read into it. I watched this trailer, and I'm like, I still don't know what the show is, but, but I'm into it.
0: Yeah, but you're not mad that you don't know what it is because you kind of want to go uncalled. <laughs> oh, like,
1: from the creators of Dark, I was going to watch it.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's obviously some actors you recognise from Dark. The Stranger from from Dark is in the trailer quite, you know, front and centre at one point. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks like there's like a vortex in the water at the end. <laughs> it's it's the big money shot to say, "Hey." It's
1: this immediately became Netflix's, you know, prestige show that I that I care about.
0: Yeah, because, you know, it's kind of like Squid Game. Dark found this audience, and Squid Game even bigger so, but you can kind of tell that some of the It's nice that some of these foreign creators, even though this one's in English, although the characters do vary... I mean, I imagine it's going to be mainly in English, though, just based on the trailer and hearing the... That
1: that surprised me that it was in English, but I was like, all right, I'm not going to complain. If that's what it is, that's what it
0: is, right? I I wonder if just, like, Dark was such a hit worldwide that Netflix went and said, hey... You're appealing to, like, the entire planet. Uh, can you do your next show mainly in English? And uh, maybe that didn't happen. Maybe this is just their choice. But I, I wonder if that was like a an intentional shift.
1: I can see it. And as long as they were comfortable working in English, there's no reason for them to say no, I guess.
0: Yeah, yeah. But... Uh... Yeah, it shouldn't really affect uh, anything, uh, you know, in terms of what they're doing. So, uh, you know, I'm curious. Uh, we'll, see, we'll see what it is. And the fact that they did the time travel show and their new show is called 1899, you know, it's a year, 1899. Immediately, I'm like, are you still playing with some of the same, like... Or is that just what they want the to Genres, think? yeah, yeah. I mean, my immediate thought with the seeing the water vortex and reading about the two ships is like, is a solid dimensions? And, okay, but... Maybe they've dabbled in that a little bit as well, but like I don't know, uh, like uh, I'm wondering, like my mind's racing to like look into what's going on, because uh, there's that one weird moment in the trailer where like a bunch of people in like, the the uh, like the you know the fancy restaurant area on this cruise ship, uh, all take a sip of their tea at the same time and it's got this kind of weird like surreal vibe to it, and it's like okay, there's some yeah just subtly creepy images. Yeah. Usually
1: just it looks great like it look, clearly has the same strong direction, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. So obviously it's high on the the excitement list looking forward to it. Uh there was also a trailer uh and premiere date for The Sandman uh which I trust you're probably quite excited for.
1: Oh, definitely.
0: Mhm. Yeah, it's coming on the 5th of August. And uh the, the trailer, I, I thought was just okay, like, it, it was a bit, um... You know, there was, there was a lot of just, like, the main character floating or just looking intensely <laughs> at things as, as there was, like, monologues going on over top of it.
1: There was a lot of other bits that were in there, if if you know what you're looking for.
0: Yeah, you see him go to, like, the, the city, which, you know, I think I vaguely remember reading about in the first volume I read.
1: Yeah, it's the Dreaming. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah, I I, I, I mean, I, I think this is just a sort of thing where I don't know if this appeals to me taste-wise.
1: You'll find out. You're definitely going to watch it. <laughs> I
0: mean, we'll see. Is up to the patrons?
1: Oh, yeah. Our patrons are not going to make you watch Sun.
0: They're right Maybe there'll be other things in, uh, was it August? The, 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 August, yeah. The, the, they're going to want you maybe watch it Maybe it'll be low on the priority list.
1: I find that unlikely. Is so do you.
0: You don't know. You don't know for sure. I know. Like, I, like, obviously, it looks high production vital, so they're putting a lot of money into it. I, I don't know... I just don't know if it appeals to me directly. And I say that even having enjoyed some of the comic that I did try, but I think a lot of the atmosphere that you get from the comic art feels a little bit uh lacking here. Like, it, the, the main character himself looks a little bit too CW to me. Like, just, it looks... He doesn't have that look in his face that the comic has, you know.
1: One of the, uh, the biggest surprises for me when I was watching it was seeing Jenna Coleman being in present day interacting with other characters, because uh, she was cast as Joanna Constantine, and that we were all assuming because that is a a character, it's, you know, an ancestor of Constantine. I thought, ah, oh, they'll be kind of do you know kind of doing a version of that story, but but no seems like it's just a gender flipped constantine for present day
0: uh yeah seems to be maybe it's a case of oh we're using constantine in other places or whatever just use someone different
1: yeah uh, warner are famous for being awful with this
0: and, and, and then they went oh, can we use willoughby and I, no 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 doom patrol is using him They you know? <laughs> you go know do something else <laughs> yeah. uh but hey oh, maybe they just maybe they just wanted to have a lady version of constantine
1: could be maybe they just like Jenna Coleman's great. Let's use
0: Jenna Coleman. Uh, what's she ever done? Oh, I don't know. I think of Doctor Who. Never heard of it. No, uh, next up, the teaser trailer for the Midnight Club, uh, which I don't think it's directed by him, but it is another uh, producing job for mate Flanagan, who's doing like all these horror shows on Netflix.
1: Yeah, I, I didn't know if it was by him. Well, I know it was you know, produced, but I didn't know if directed by uh, him because. He's busy on the other one, right?
0: He's done like he's done the Ed Allan Poe one, yeah. He's done a house usher, uh, yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know uh, how involved he is directly, but uh, this, you know, it's it's got kind of like a midnight society from uh, Alone in the Dark, or not? Alone, afraid of the Dark? Are you afraid of the Dark? The Nickelodeon show, right? Mm. You know, they are still telling uh, scary stories. So this is the Midnight Club. So it's a very similar, title even to that group uh assuming i'm remembering the title of that group correctly because that wasn't the name of the show but um yeah uh this is adapted from the works of christopher pike which makes me giggle because that's a star trek character Uh, (laughs) like anson mount wrote this what are you talking about Uh, but it's a young adult uh horror series uh which is set at a a home a hospice for the terminally ill uh, teenagers and they meet to meet up and tell ghost stories, and they make a pact that the first of them will die. will try and contact them from beyond the grave. That's the premise of the show. And I presume, okay. since it's a TV show, that they're probably going to do it. <laughs> probably. And there's going to be ghostly things happening.
1: Oh, okay. I mean, there wasn't much to go on with the, the trailer, though.
0: I think it gives a, a, a good intent of tone, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, obviously, you don't get... Because the, the scenes... The, what we see in the trailer is that they all like, doing this sort of shared monologue where it's, like, bouncing around all the characters and then it ends with them sitting at the table, like, holding candles and it's like, they're about to tell some ghost stories. And it's like, okay, you, you get a sense of, like, what I want you to feel uh, even if you don't see, like, what I presume are actual clips from the show itself. I assume this is just filmed for the trailer. Probably, yeah. Uh,
1: that's what it felt like anyway, so...
0: Um, I just um,
1: had a quick look. Uh, Flanagan co-wrote every episode except one. Oh. And then directed the first two.
0: So that's that's pretty. I mean, he's not directing the whole thing, but that's pretty involved.
1: More so than, than we maybe gave him credit
0: for. Yeah, so it's still very much a make Flanagan uh, piece.
1: Oh, definitely. I would consider that. He, he's yeah. setting the tone for that and is pretty heavily involved throughout Yeah
0: interesting all right cool uh next up and the next couple i didn't make connor watch because there wasn't really much in them to watch but i think it was worth pointing out that they existed because they, they showed they wanted to show teasers for these things uh, the first one was for wednesday which is the tim burton adams family series that's coming uh it's it, it, all it really is is a couple of quick flashes of jenna Ortega, the actress you know in the role with the hair and like you know the outfit, um. And she's becoming a bit of like a, a like a new stream queen because she was just in both Stream Five and X from a uh, Thai West, so and those came out like in you know, a month apart or you know two months apart, or something like that. Uh, so very quickly this year she's become this new sort of stream queen in Hollywood. And I mean, Amstrad is not you know straight up horror, but it's definitely horror vibe. You know, it's it's tangentially related in themes. Yeah. So uh, it's a fun bit of casting. Uh, now, obviously. I'm not a fan of Tim Burton. I do not like Tim Burton movies. I don't like his style. And then you add to that, I don't know if you knew this about this show. Who, who, who is from? Who the creators are?
1: Yeah, other than Tim Burton, I had no idea anyone else.
0: It's written. I want. I'll, I'll say for the audience who this is, but I think you'll know the names. It comes from creators Al Goth and Miles Miller. <laughs>
1: Your favourite show of all time,
0: right? <laughs> uh, those are the creators and showrunners of Smallville, for anyone uh, who, who's unfamiliar. Uh, I don't know if they stuck out to the end, but they were definitely there for the first like, four or five seasons, at least.
1: Pretty, I'm pretty sure they were the whole show.
0: Was, was it? Okay, well, there you could go. Could be wrong, but... Yes. It felt
1: like they were the whole show.
0: So, them writing with Tim Burton directing, like, I I could not be less enthused for for this, you know? I, I could, I could not want any less of this. So... Yeah, uh, it's got kind of an interesting cast though. I mean, Catherine Zeta-Jones is in it, and i have not seen her in anything in the ages. Uh, no, I haven't either. Uh, Christina Ricci is in it. Although everyone assumed, okay, if if it's not going to be an adult Wednesday, which she should absolutely play because she was Wednesday in the the movies, then surely she's the mum now. You know, you cast her as the mum if if it's going well, to be a kid. She's just
1: there for a smaller part, and it's just
0: there. Well, she's in the main cast. Oh, she's
1: in the main. Yeah, guy,
0: she, she's a, she's a regular. So. People were disappointed by that. What I do think is weird, though, is that Jenna Ortega, who they cast, like she still plays teenagers, but it does mean that it's it's not a kid. She's older than, you know, what Wednesday was in the movies. This is going to be a you know, maybe they'll pa- try and pass her as, like, 16 at most. Like, they, they they can't go any younger than that. She's not, you know, she's, you know, the actress is, like, you know, 19 or something. So, yeah. uh, So it is kind of weird that, like, uh, I mean, obviously Christina reaches middle-aged, and they didn't want a middle-aged Wednesday, but yeah. You know, uh,
1: yeah, you you can get away with a bit younger than she is 'cause um just the 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 makeup and the, the hair it, yeah, it's, yeah. it's inherently quite young looking, right? So yeah, I'll, the I'll pig- age her down a, a few the, years.
0: The braided pigtails definitely you know yeah. make someone younger, but yeah, it's uh you know, I, I want nothing part no part of it though. Uh wow, that sounds like another job for the patrons. Yeah, there's no no date for this one yet. Uh or is there? No there's not. Okay, good. Good. Hopefully never. It's funny, actually. We got a teaser for this, and it's not related to this because it's not TV, but uh, the first teaser trailer for the Rob Zombie-directed Monsters movie came out in the the past week as well. Uh, And obviously, Monsters and Adam's family were always kind of like, you know, coking Pepsi of what they are. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, interesting. Uh, And yeah, both directors that I want nothing to deal with, funnily enough. So... Yeah. Things you will end up watching. Nah, the pat the, there's there's nothing there's no Patreon tier to make me watch uh monsters. There's
1: not, but someone will coerce you into doing a review one way or another.
0: <laughs> uh, the other teaser that I also didn't make Connor watch because it's basically just a bunch of uh, names uh and nothing. And there's a couple of quick shots, but nothing else. And it's Del Toro Guillermo Del Toro's uh, Cabinet of Curiosities, which is like a anthology horror series is coming hmm. uh but basically all it is is just like the titles of each story and the some of the casts that are attached to each one uh most of whom you probably won't recognize because it's mostly like uh sophia patella you'll maybe recognize because she was in kingsman and the mummy that came out i think i think that's her anyway uh okay but i don't recognize the other names you got uh, eric Andre, uh ismael cruz cordova kate McCucci it sounds like there's a lot of um I don't know if it's, like, they're, they're they're veering more towards a lot of more Spanish-speaking stuff, but it does sound like a lot of the names sound, uh, that they're going that way, to me. But, that's that, good case. this could also just be, like, that's all, all the ones they are wanting to confirm right now, and maybe that's just a very varied cast by the time, you know, you hear all the names. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, very cool. Um... In fact, oh yeah, actually the, the, they joined previously announced cast. Yeah, there's a more varied cast. Never mind. Luke Roberts, Andrew Lincoln, F. Murray Abram, who I think just passed away actually recently. Uh so Crispin Glover? Is that Crispin Glover? <laughs> what? Uh wasn't expecting that. Uh and Peter Weller. Okay. So yeah, there's a bit of a mixed mixed batch of like names that. there. Yeah. Uh but you know, there's uh episode is going to be directed by uh, some some various people. Uh, Anna Lily Amapur from The Girl Who Walks Home All at Night is going to be directing one of them. Uh, They're in that one then. David Pryor. Wait, David. Wait, D David Pryor. I need to check this. Is this who I think it is?
1: The name's familiar.
0: The director of Deadly Prey, that David Pryor. No, 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 it's not. It's the guy who did The Empty Man. I'm thinking of David A. Pryor, I think. Yeah, because he died. Yeah, he died in 2015.
1: <laughs> well, maybe he had a real good lead time on it.
0: Yeah, Deadly Prey. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't think I remembered that there the, was the, a the director with the same name out there in the world. All right, well, good to know. <laughs> good to know, so don't make that mistake again. Uh, but yeah, so again you know they had this like i say i really compare it to their e3 because it's like okay they've got some stuff with dates that are actually quite close but then they've got some stuff that are maybe a bit further away that they're just showing more teasers that don't have much to actually reveal yet but again these felt kind of big enough to worth mentioning uh, was a-
1: weird, cause they had a whole the whole day like first for, like tv stuff then they had a day for movie projects mm. and then they had a day for other animation stuff so far all makes sense and then they had a day for Stranger Things. And I don't think Stranger Things needed a whole day.
0: Yeah. Um, I think that's fair. But they
1: didn't really have any news for Stranger Things. It was more just behind the scenes and interview tidbits and stuff. It's just, it felt out of place with the rest of their weekend. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so a couple of other ones to just talk about the not from Netflix. Uh, we got uh, the first teaser for Tulsa King, which was the Sylvester Stallone show that's coming to Paramount. I thought it was interesting to look at that because like, they announced this so far in advance because it's not coming until November. Uh, yeah. It kind of looks exactly what you think it would be, to be honest. That's, you know, old man Stallone coming back to like, take over Tulsa.
1: Yeah, I mean, it seems fine. Not my sort of thing.
0: Shows shows that he's a bit of a fish out of water kind of thing, you know. Um Uh we also got a trailer for Blackbird, which has actually got i really, oh, who just passed away in it. Um he's a supporting role, but he, you know, he's there. Um Tarrant Edgerton's the uh the lead. Yeah,
1: um, I found this a very dull trailer for me.
0: Yeah, the the premise of this is that he's a prisoner and he gets offered this choice to get transferred to, like, a maximum security place, you know, prison that's got full of the, the worst of the worst. And, like, the authorities want him to befriend this guy who they suspect has murdered 14 women, but they need him to, like, you know, confess to someone that he sort of... So the whole idea is he goes and tries to befriend this guy. But, you know, he's out of his element because as much as he's in prison, he's not ready to be... Here's a, you know, 14 mass murderer... <laughs> like, you know, kind of thing. So, mm. like, I get the concept of it, and I'm not, like, I don't necessarily think it's a bad concept or one that can be done. It did feel a bit dry to me in the the trailer, I would say. Yeah,
1: yeah, I just thought it was dull. Um, premise is fine, but it just nothing about it mm. beside
0: me. Yeah, uh, that's fair. Uh, and then Connor sent me one that he demanded we talk about, because uh, I, I uh, didn't have it which was Scavenger's Rain, which is a HBO Max animated series that's coming.
1: Yeah. I thought this looked super interesting. The, you know, this uh, uh, HBO Max getting into the adult animation with this uh, sci-fi drama is what they, they pitched as. I don't know if that means it'll be you know, 40 minute episodes or if it'll still be short episodes like a lot of animation still is even when it's aimed at adults. But uh, it's based on a, a short animated film, but a very, very unique-looking animation. It's kind of 2D drawn, but very, uh, very rounded uh, style. Very surreal about these, you know, two two people surviving on this planet. Um, and yeah, it just looked weird as shit, and I was so into it. And it just as a as a trailer, it was very engrossing.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, the animation still looks solid for what it is. Um, obviously, the, the general premise sounds fine to me. It's sort of up my alley. Uh, it's just, it's just the case, I don't tend to like, attach myself to animated stuff as easily. So it's the sort of thing where maybe if it, it pulls me in, if I try it, then, you know, maybe it, it can do something. But, um...
1: Yeah, for me, when the second half of the trailer, when things started getting weird, mm. that's when I got really interested in being like okay that's that's why you do this animated because otherwise this costs not even a small fortune it costs a large fortune to make oh for it, sure with some of the ideas that he was doing
0: which actually neatly leads into the next story is that uh, the J.J. J. Abrams show Demi Mondi, is not going forward at HBO over budget issues they officially kind of pulled oh, out of it that. I know this was literally in the works for like three years and that's it it's just gone now uh, we mentioned there was some hubbub about this uh, and the displeasure that he was kind of hogging Superman and other things that he wasn't doing anything with. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. I, I guess he's really shit with uh, Warners, kind of falling apart a little bit.
1: Um, Discovery come in and shut things up a bit.
0: I guess so. I mean, I'm, he's J.J. Abrams. I'm sure he's got other projects. I'm sure he's he's already... I think mean, we already announced he's working with something on Amazon or Apple recently. So he, he's got other things. Yeah, I mean, Someone it, will snap him He's going to do just fine, but it is interesting uh, to see something fall apart like that. Uh, but yeah, so it was worth pointing out that that happened. Um, also worth mentioning, uh, they announced the main leads for Fargo season five, which is happening. Uh, mm. So you have Juno Temple, who you might know from Ted Lasso, of course, most recently. Yeah. Um, John Hamm, uh, most known for Mad Men, but obviously a bunch of other things too. Being a cannibal. Being I'm,
1: a cannibal. I think of the right person.
0: I don't know what movie are you think of.
1: No, not a movie. What is sh- d- no, 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 just life. He's not a cannibal. Who am I thinking of then? You're thinking of Army Hammer. Oh, I am the two. Do you know what the two of them always just look the same? They don't even have similar names. They don't. They don't have similar names. Just their faces in my head. <laughs>
0: I don't think they look alike, but you know what they do. Not they look alike. They, do, they don't.
1: I am not alone in thinking they look alike.
0: If nothing else, that the age difference between them, like John Hams always looked more middle-aged and uh, well, grant You, he is older. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't, I'm not, I've never been confused. Uh, and anyway, uh, and then the third person uh, that they've announced is Jennifer Jason Lee, So, uh, hmm. yes. So that's going to be the fifth. Uh, season. Uh Holly, who's behind it. Uh no Holly, he is not revealing too much about the plot, of course, because he's keeping it close to the chest. Uh That's but what he does, yeah. We do know it's set in 2019, which that might be the like the the newest part of the timeline, I think. I think, I think it will be, yeah. Yeah. Uh and it answers two questions apparently. When is kidnapping not a kidnapping, and what if your wife isn't yours? Which is just a bit of teasing there. Um mm. You know, the sad part about this is that I, I wish I was excited about this, but, like, I didn't even want to finish Season 4. And, you know, it, it lost a bit of its luster after I loved Season 2 so much. Season 3 I didn't like as much, and then Season 4 I just kind of was like, eh, I don't need to see the whole thing. You know, like, it's kind of a shame. It's a shame that I, I lost passion for this, but... Season
1: 4, the one with David Doulis and...
0: That's Season 3.
1: That's Season 3, Which one was Season 4? Chris Rock. Ah, yeah. I don't remember if I finished season four.
0: You probably didn't. <laughs> no, maybe not. You probably didn't. And it's a shame. It's a shame because obviously there's a, like i I'd love to be excited. I mean, particularly uh, Temple and Ham. Like, that's an interesting, you know, pair of actors. But I... You know, I... I yeah, I like... And as much as it's kind of an anthology, obviously, you know, you you can relatively jump into each season on its own. But it, there is, like, connections. You know, there's a greater world that they all connect to. So it's kind of a shame Some to have skipped one. Lie on
1: it more than others as well. Yeah.
0: So I don't know. Um, because season one was like the furthest in the timeline. I th- no no was it season three was the furthest in the timeline? Because it's been bouncing around. Like, each season's been set in a different year. Because season two it's, was it's, relatively in the 70s.
1: speaking, been present day and then past
0: and alternated, hasn't it? Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. So I don't know. There you go. Uh, that's the big cast members announced for season five. Um, and I thought I would just mention, not that either of us care that much, but I thought you'd be curious to hear that uh, they've cast an actress, uh, Kouser uh, Muhammad, I think her name is, uh, but she's going to play Fast Track in The Flash <laughs> this coming season. And I just thought it was interesting that, you know, uh, Mina from the Rebirth era, The Flash, Fast Track, that, that they're at that point now where they're doing stuff from like post-Rebirth in the show. I just thought that was interesting. I mean,
1: you say that as if they didn't already do Godspeed.
0: I forgot that, to be honest. (laughs) Well, they're minding even another thing post-rebirth.
1: No, no, just, you know. Let me know when they start bringing in the other forces.
0: Uh, If it gets gets season 10, they're going to. I'm willing to promise you they're going to if it gets another season. Which
1: this time last year would not have been an if.
0: No, no, that's true, that's true. All right, on to the animated shows and comedies then. Further for the new stuff, um, there's a Ghostbusters animated series in development at Netflix. Uh, the project based on the Ghostbusters IP, uh, comes from the co-writers of the, the recent movie, uh, who are producing from Ghost, Go, Ghost Core or Ghost Corps. So, how do to pronounce it? <laughs> uh, but yeah um no plot really announced yet but it was revealed during geeked week it, you know this is like all right we've got a not even like a title yet of what the show's going to be co- i mean it may just be called ghostbusters it may not be called anything else other than that but there's also a good possibility it'll be ghostbusters colon i don't know something
1: yeah this so. is set in the same continuity as that last film right i think
0: uh, it's part of the expanding right. Ghostbusters universe, which began in the, the original movie and has recently been yeah. So it's in it's in the it's canon, I suppose, for lack of a better term. Yeah. Um. Okay. Okay. I mean, the last Ghostbusters was perfectly fine, but was like everything that's wrong with these legacy sequels that they're just all about nostalgia and like worshiping the first movie. You know, same problem a lot of big franchises are going through right now. I just had to do a two-hour review of Jurassic World Dominion. Where...
1: Oh, 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 you didn't have to do a two-hour review.
0: <laughs> well, I had to do a review, and it became two hours because there was so much to talk about. Uh, yes, so I mean, Matt Matt liked it for what it's worth. If people want a positive opinion on Jurassic World Dominion, Matt is pre singing its praises because he's a madman who loves Kong Skull Island and Jurassic World Dominion.
1: Yeah, I haven't seen it yet, but I thought it looked really fun from the trailer. I don't think it looked good. Mm-hmm. I made that clear, but I think it looked fun.
0: Matt is the only person I've seen see something positive about it.
1: Oh, yes, I'm team Matt then. <laughs> is the, Until I like, see it
0: and then I'm like, nope, never mind. Yeah, he's the only person I've seen see anything positive about it. Uh, so, yes, yeah, so anyway, so Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters anime series and the worst of Netflix. Uh, yeah, so... Cool. Um, and then we got comedy here we got it's called sisters uh, but the notable thing here is that the, the, the last s is also capitalized okay so it looks distinct when you look at it even though it's just mm-hmm. one word um so this is amc networks ifc who's given a green light to this so it doesn't necessarily mean it will be on amc but they are connected to the company that are producing it uh so it's a new original comedy drama from sarah goldberg who works on barry and susan stanley who's worked on hotel uh a so the series has been a development uh, with peer pressure uh sisters is a dark comedy drama about two women born continents apart in canada and ireland who discover they are half sisters and embark on a road trip to find their alcoholic father uh so cool Uh, the project marks the writing debuts of real life best friends goldberg and stanley who will also star so
1: Okay. okay i'm not sure this sounds like an amc show
0: no, but like I say, uh, this is not them ordering it. to
1: It's not, distribute. but just in terms of a lot of the times, that means they'll get like the first look at it. Mm. Oh, sure, yeah. I would expect this somewhere else. I think.
0: Yeah, uh, I suspect so. It sounds it sounds like something that would be on like an FX to me.
1: I can see on FX. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, then next up, Hulu's picked up uh, a comedy called "Tiny Beautiful Things," starring Catherine Han. Who of course was most recently in one division. People liked her character. I, I was wasn't that. I mean I I thought where her character went was kinda one of the things that kinda made the ending go down the toilet. But you know. Uh mm-hmm. I don't always agree with the populace. So that's okay. Uh but yeah, it's a half hour comedy. Um yeah. Uh the log line is Tiny Beautiful Things is about women who reluctantly become dear sugar. An anonymous, uh, revered advice columnist, who in her own life has fallen apart. So, yeah, so they kind of take it in shifts. They're all sort of part of this one should I them. guess, yeah. uh, t- Told in multiple timelines. Oh, so maybe it's not together. Maybe it's separately in mm. different time periods. Uh, told in multiple timelines with astonishing intimacy, nerve, and candor, she excavates the beauty, struggle, and humor in her own life to show us... that we are not beyond rescue and that it's our stories that will ultimately save us eight episodes are ordered for this first season you know that was borderline personal and professional it was borderline
1: i don't think it was i I don't don't think it was i don't think it was hitting the cadence
0: i I think it was inching towards it i just never quite got there because i I thought it was coming i paused because i thought it was coming
1: yeah i thought you'd read ahead and nah I don't think I quite got
0: there. I got excited for a second, but hey-ho. Uh, all right, all other right, the dramas then. All right, the dramas. We've got Ethan Hawke uh, involved with something here. Showtime is developing The Whites, which is a crime drama, telemetry series, starring and executive produced by Ethan Hawke. And we also have Tony Award-winning playwright and screenwriter Jez Butterworth. What a name, Butterworth, all of that. Uh, who worked on...
1: Isn't that the name of the sergeant in uh, Hot Floods? Sargent,
0: but Oh, it might be. It may be. Uh, but uh Jez Butterworth worked on Ford V. Ferrari and Spectre, so some notable credit those. Yeah. Uh it's adapted from Richard Price's novel, the same name. So uh the description. Every detective is haunted by their white whale, the perpetrator who got away because the justice system failed. Billy Graves, played by Hawk. Uh, once a rising star in his department and former member of a group of well-respected cops called the Wild Geese. Walks away from the NYPD homicide and joins the Nightwatch division where his case... uh, where his case... cases end when he clocks out. But his past comes calling when a seemingly straightforward murder case involving a white whale unfolds, threatening his career, enduring friendships and family. You can't... It is and normally I would drink, but I'm too ill. Oh come on, you! you... I'm
1: literally too ill to drink. <sighs> you bre- I'm sorry for putting my health first.
0: This is this is absolutely unforeseen and. Sorry, uh...
1: have, have you heard my voice?
0: This is unprecedented. The answer is no,
1: because it's not there.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, Connor's not taking one for the team. That's a shame. All right, uh, it sounds like a story i've seen before more or less but i mean ethan Hawke's kills cool, so mm. it could be something
1: did it have a network
0: uh that was showtime okay yeah mm. uh next up paramount plus has handed a series order to uh school spirits a young adult drama based on the nate and megan trinrod and maria when upcoming graphic novel uh peyton list is attached to star in it uh, she was in cobra Kai. Yeah, that- the name sounds familiar, but I don't think I know her from anything. Maybe I've just seen her on our news item or something at some point. Maybe
1: you've just seen her when she was cast in Cobra Kai. I think she's like an ex-Disney girl or
0: oh, maybe, Nickelodeon okay. or something, one of those. The photo would make me think that, yeah. She looks like an ex-Disney actor. But I'm
1: sure she's one of those. and I think she joined Cobra Kai in like season three or something like that. Uh, so we'd have talked about it during that po- point.
0: Possibly, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's uh, part of Paramount's push to expand its young adult content. Yeah, because the, the Star Trek's not appealing to young adults. Star Trek's appealing to the nerds, uh, not even all of them. Yeah. So School Spirits, uh, which is a working title, they tell me. Uh, it sounds like a fine title, though, to be honest. Uh, it focuses on a teen stuck in the afterlife who decides to investigate her mysterious disappearance alongside a group of other students who are also stuck in limbo at their high school. Uh, See, knowing that premise, I like the title more. Yeah, yeah, much better. Yeah.
1: Well, that, that's that's a great title for that.
0: Yeah. Uh, but the, the graphic novel's not even coming out until uh, next year. Uh, like, fall mm. next year. So, I mean, this is, this is one of these early, like, we're, we're nabbing this before it's even out deals.
1: Yeah, this is getting it on just the, the pitch.
0: Which, I think we hear a lot for uh, books. It's, I think it's a bit rare to hear it in the comic world. Like, I must say it's unheard of. Mark Miller's got a bit of a, <laughs> a you know, a, a handle on them, but it's not well, that common.
1: A pipeline straight to just, this, this is a, a pitch. The whole time anyway, right? Yeah.
0: So, I, I, yeah, I don't know. Uh, next up, we got Apple TV+. Plus. Uh, they have ordered before, which is a limited series starring Billy Crystal, who will also serve as executive producer, a.k.a. he's getting paid more. So, yeah, uh, details of the project, including the size of the order, uh, are still being finalized, according to the article. Uh, but uh, it's going to be written by Sarah Thorpe, uh, who worked on The Bounty Hunter, and directed by Barry Levinson. Before stars Billy Crystal as Eli, a child psychiatrist who recently lost his wife when he encounters a troubled young boy, uh, which show doesn't sound like a comedy, which you notably would assume with Billy Crystal, sounds a bit more serious, like he's done a dramatic role. It does sound more dramatic, yeah. yeah. Uh, and if not, I'd love to see how they turn the comedy out of that. I don't know, I can see it. Is he really awful to this young boy because he's miserable because his wife just died? Probably. Yeah. yeah okay. Maybe <laughs> there's something there. Uh, next up, Regular Entertainment uh, are developing a series based on Candace Foxy's bestseller, Gathering Dark. Uh, regular Entertainment is Thomas Jane's company because uh, every actor now has a, a company. It does seem that way, yeah. <laughs> uh, the sounds of it. So, uh, published in 2020. A in Dark centers on four women: a convicted killer, a gifted thief, a vicious gang lord, and a dis- so a disillusioned cop who together uh, are a missing girl's only hope. So this is the four women coming together to find the missing girl. There's a longer description. I feel like that's probably
1: sufficient. It almost on. sounded like you were going go, you were going through them all, and together they form Voltron. <laughs> that's that's where it sounded like you were going. Yeah,
0: yeah, but yeah, so. It's not, you know. It sounds a bit like I can, I can. see this as a TV show. You know, it's like every cop show or like thriller. We have to save the victim kind of thing. It does sound very generic. Yeah. yeah. So I don't have super high hopes for it. Uh, next up, uh, legendary. Legendary has landed the rights to Secret Machines. Secret spelled with a K, not a C. Just uh, just make it stand out. That uh, which you know, you know, I can make fun of it, but I get uh, a one sense. The searchability is so yeah, much better.
1: It's all about that search engine optimization.
0: Because now, if they search Secret Machines with a K, they're just only going to find this and nothing else. But it's a UFO uh, series of novels, or a series of novels about UFOs, to p- say it in better English. Um, what's interesting is that Secret Machines, uh, so, the, so largely the television have acquired the rights to AJ Hartley and Tom DeLong's Secret Machines. And I'm like, wait, the Blink 182 guy? <laughs> Uh, and it looks like him from the photo from what I remember him so I think it is uh, it is sci-fi thriller novels and a developer for TV uh, Dan Farah who worked on Ready Player One and the Shanara Chronicles has brought the project to legendary uh, and Money Two member turned UFO researcher DeLong of course he is. is executive producing the show UFO researcher that's an interesting second job title he's got So, Secret Machines is a gripping thriller that tells the story of a US Air Force pilot, a British airress, a New York journalist, and a former World War II prisoner of war, whose lives intersect as they each discover dangerous information about a global cover-up of advanced UFO technology used to create unstoppable next-generation fighter aircrafts and 80 years of secret history, all of which have profound implications for humanity. The truth they uncover propels each of them into a labyrinth of powerful forces competing to control the otherworldly technology at all costs. I mean, it could be interesting. I don't think it sounds bad.
1: I, yeah. I, I see potential. I still think it's... It's bizarre just because of who it's from. Other than, <laughs> other than that, it's like, yeah, we probably would probably spend too much time thinking about this
0: one. Yeah, you know, I can see all these characters starting off separate and like, you know, like the World War II, prisoner of war, because he's like obviously, I presume the oldest person there. Like they'll have a story from a long time ago that'll tie into what's going now, and they're all going to end up like encountering each other as they're investigating things. Yeah, yeah. that
1: would make sense.
0: I think there's a potential here for like you know, like something.
1: It uh, sounds like it could be messy
0: if it's not. Oh sure. Handled yeah. Well. Yeah. Hopefully, the book's a good blueprint then. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. Uh, next up, Apple TV Plus has ordered. Uh, uh, they've got an acquisition here. So they've greenlit a show called Sugar to Series starring Colin Farrell and coming from creator Mark uh, Protosvic. And so he, Farrell's going to be a because, of course, he is, right? You know, why would yeah. he be? Uh, so. The plot's under wraps, but this was like a uh, there was a bit of a bidding war on this. All we really know it's a Los Angeles-based contemporary take in the private detective story, which really doesn't say a whole lot. There's a lot of detective stories in the world, but Colin Farrell's attached to star. Maybe maybe this is him trying to make up for True Detective season two. He's like, I can do better than that. He
1: definitely can do better
0: than that. <laughs> I want to do better than that. Let's do a detective show where I'm the star, and <laughs> I get to be good.
1: We've seen him in enough stuff to know he can do better
0: than that. So, yes. Uh, So, my final story is my my amusing story that I put at the end, which is that Squid Game is getting a real reality game show at Netflix called Squid Game The Challenge, which will see games presumably based on the games in the show, just without the murder, I presume, uh, (laughs) being played out for prizes. And they said it's going to actually be 456 players and that the prize money for winning the show is going to be 4.56 million... (laughs) So they are really playing into that number.
1: It's a little bit tone deaf as to like the point of the show, doesn't it?
0: It does a bit, but you know, it, 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 at least this can all be in good fun because people like the show and like they're not going to be murdered for losing. So I mean, that we know of, that we know of. Yeah, who knows? Uh, but hey, I, I just put this as a little joke story at the end because I thought it was amusing.
1: Which means you've left room for one more stuff.
0: We don't have time for that, so oh, sorry, uh, thank I'm you to everyone who joined us for the news oh, this week. I'm sorry, Mark.
1: but this is the most important piece of news that we have talked about yet. Because oh there has been a major casting in Doctor Who. I don't care. Did Did you happen to see this?
0: I think I did and forgot but I don't remember who it is, though, off the top of uh, my head.
1: Neil Patrick Harris, who looks like he just walked off the set of Lemony Snicket, if I'm being completely honest with you, in, in his outfit. Um... They haven't confirmed it. They said, Oh, you know, he's playing an old villain. He looks like he's playing the Toymaker. Which is a, which was a was a villain for the first Doctor.
0: Mm-hmm. At
1: the end and the end of that story, it teased like, Oh, we'll see him again someday. And then never showed up again. So that'd be really cool. It looks looks good. But you're gonna have to hear about Doctor Who for the next year. Get over it.
0: I will not, Uh, but that brings it end to the news. I don't know what my favourite thing of the week was. Maybe the 1899 trailer. Uh... Dragon Age. (laughs) You're such a...
1: Honestly, no. 899 was great. I do think Dragon Age and the Cyberpunk trailers, those two kind of back-to-back in that anime section from Netflix, probably were my favourite.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, I know I, I pimped out Fuzz movies at the start, but I will specifically say that the Jurassic World Dominion episode of the atomic cinema experiment should be up by now by the time this goes up, so go and check out that if you want my uh, in-depth <laughs> thoughts on the new Jurassic Park movie. They are plenty, and they are, at times, passionate.
1: <laughs> mm, never a guess, judging by your reactions here.
0: <laughs> Look, it's not very good. What do you want from me? Okay?
1: I want you to admit it's a better movie. Then what? Then what you're playing it up to be?
0: No, I think I've been very hitting the target with what I've been saying. Its quality is.
1: I haven't seen it yet, but I think you're wrong. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I it's, think it's
1: a ten out of ten.
0: You're not going to think that when you see it. Test me. You're not going to think that, and if you if you say that, you're just trying to contradict me because you want to contradict Would me. What I do that? yes you would I, I I know you too well for that yeah I would. Um, <laughs> so I can go check out that um, of course you can uh, go over to patreon.com slash TV and support us for as as a dollar for month over there and of course you can also check out uh, or hit the, the super thanks button on the YouTube um, something that I might actually start doing this week given that we tend to, this won't be possible every week but I think when it is possible what I might do with the news is that patrons will get it on Saturday and uh, I'll go out publicly on Sunday. Because that seems to be a pretty consistent thing, these last little, you know, batch of episodes, is that we seem to ha- have it one way or the other for the weekend. Uh, but some weeks I'll wait till Sunday because there's just other things going out or because it just, it's just a better day for it. So I think going forward, I may give the patrons an extra little perk, and they'll get it on Saturday, uh, when everyone else on Sunday. Uh, that said, though, if for some reason, some if there's ever a week where we have to record it, at the weekend because we couldn't fit it in and that's just when we we've got free then that may just it may just be sunday for everyone if, if that's the case i don't want to push it any further than that so that the patrons can get it a day early in those instances but assuming we have it recorded for the weekend patrons will get it on saturday
1: so, so what you saying is you hear that schlubs that are listening to this right now you could have been listening to this yesterday
0: <laughs> yes you could have listened to it yesterday uh so yes there you go your little perk, but uh not a big change, but just something uh to know if 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 you're into it so uh yeah, go over there uh, the early access tier on patreon is five dollars per month if that's of interest to you, but uh yeah, there you go, that is the show um well yeah do I, do I think the patron producers on this they usually do that in the news?
1: I don't know, I told you I tune out, like I can't remember two minutes ago i uh, will do, I'll do it i'll
0: I'll do it just in case i'm not actually- I genuinely can't remember if I do it in the news or not uh. Thank you very much to our Patreon producers of Tyler Hess, Cindy Palacios, David Sharp, Bordnow, Christopher Moy, David Brown, Al Tresman and Alison M. Four days. Thank you very much for being producers.
1: Maybe you got a bonus shot. Who knows?
0: <laughs> I, yeah um yeah I don't know what you say. Um, all right, there you go. That's 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 the, the pluggy. This is Brad. Train wreck of a of a outro, to be honest, this week, but that's okay. Uh, this, this, this is why I usually stop listening. I mean, it's a train wreck of a show in general, just because Connor's voice is screwed up and he's 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 like whispering to me. I literally can't get any louder than this. I don't know what you
1: want me to do. <laughs> Look, all I'm saying is, I feel like we're hitting the ASMR audience <laughs> and they're appreciating it. Maybe I should have brought it right in the whole time and just sat like this.
0: I'm hoping that the compressor will do its magic for the actual, like, finished episode. But I have been hearing lots of sniffing throughout this, so I'm hoping that that's not in the final edit. And I can guarantee you that if it is there, the ASMR audience is not not in a good mood.
1: Oh, no, I disagree. They love little,
0: little noises like that. Well, there you go. Thank you very much for joining us, everyone. Keep watching TV. Have you got any vanilla?